Come on, Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk. Oh. I sent her a message. She hasn't let us down yet. Except for that one time. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> no, but, but, but we'll forgive her for that one time. We can do Yeah. We can do an emergency episode tomorrow night anyways if we have to. Yeah. We can find something yeah. stupid to watch and just talk about something stupid that we just watched. Or we can do the Swat Cats episode. The what? The Swat Cats? Yeah. They deserve a show. Mm. Yeah, they do. Oh, and uh, I was telling Neil about how much of a big fan you were of Cyber 6. Oh, yeah, I was a big fan of Cyber 6. I am still a big fan of Cyber 6. He had the original uh, creator I, sign stuff for him. Wow. Uh, I, I got the, uh, the writer to autograph one of the original comics. And uh, too bad the, the artist died uh, a year or two ago. Last year was awful for artists. These artists that influenced me somehow. Kitty Hawk will oh. be on in 10 minutes. All right. <laughs> Woohoo. Oh, wait a minute. We got the. Uh, we got the. Uh... A Kitty Hawk. Hey! Hello. What's up? Oh, uh, I watched the first two episodes of Tyler today. Oh, cool. Available you free on YouTube. Woohoo! By the, yeah. by the distributor. Whoa, cool. That's the cool thing. Lots of distributors are doing that now. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I've noticed that, actually, yeah. And you know what the funny thing is? What? The amount of bit torrenting and, da- and the illegal downloads of media is actually going down because lots of manufacturers and distributors are actually putting that on to watch for free or watch 30-second ad before you watch it. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, it's awesome. It's almost like, hey, if I just give you a little, you know, some money and, like, let, just let me have the library... Everything's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I admit it. I sometimes am like, I want this song. I could go look for it. But I really just want to pay iTunes $1. Just to no, you said the You said the dirty word. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I won't mention any Apple products. I'm an Android guy. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's cool. I mean, to each his own. I'm not an Android person. but You should try it out. Well, I have. I just prefer the iPhone. That's just my, my deal. I mean, I know people who have Blackberries, and I think it's infuriating that they like them, but hey, whatever. Blackberries behind the times. The yeah, times. I live in a third world country, and I'm sticking to that. <laughs> the times, they are a changing. It's okay. I know people <laughs> who still have those, like, you know, the first flip phones. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. oh, funny story. I order uh, MP4 players right from Hong Kong. I, I got I got a funny story. For I got you guys. a NES emulator. In my uh, my uh, my mother. I was helping her buy a smartphone about a month ago, and yeah. uh, I was shopping with her, showing her what all the plans are and all that. And then she asked me what phone I have, and I have an HTC Android. And she says, "Where H- HTC? I haven't heard of that. Where's that made from?" I said, "Taiwan." She got mad at me. <laughs> she says, "You should have a Samsung or LG," because <laughs> my mom's Korean. Well, yeah, yeah, some national pride going on there. Well, See. Well, I bought a I bought a used car and it's a Kia, so maybe she'll be better. There, there you go. There you go. It's good mileage too. Yeah, they're they're not they're not that bad. I mean, uh, my husband uh, like drove one when he was up in Detroit recently, 
And he said it was pretty good, which was funny. They was driving a Kia around Detroit. Yeah, but, the, yeah. Well, you know they're building RoboCop statue there. Oh, are they? Yeah, are they really going to do awesome. that now? Yeah. Oh, I'm only going to go there to see that statue. And and the actor for RoboCop's going to be at the unveiling. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I heard that he was like he was part oh, of the movies? group that was trying to get it. Yeah. The first two movies, at least. Nice. Peter Weller. Yeah, no, she, she's in the third. She gets killed the first five minutes. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad. I'm glad they're gonna hold the statue of RoboCop. Oh, Kitty Hawk! By the way, you are one of our favorite guests here. I just want to say that right now. Oh, well, thank you. Well, y'all are awesome for having me, and thank you. I really, and I have a lot of fun each time. Oh, I watched your interview, your impromptu interview on the that you linked. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, I met her uh, at MomoCon. We actually both went. Um, to uh, University of Alabama. So we got to talking and then I did the interview and that was pretty cool. And she was she was pretty awesome and um I learned about gaming angels mm. from that. And that was pretty awesome. Mm. Oh, I don't know if you play Mass Effect or not, but I'm sorry to say that it's delayed. Oh. I didn't I don't play that, but why is it delayed? I don't know. BioWare made a decision. No. <laughs> No, I feel the pain. I feel the pain when a game gets delayed. And yeah, it's. Uh, what do you play? Um, mostly RPGs, puzzle. Oh, Neil and I were talking, fighters. and Neil, I, Neil and I actually have a lot of similarities in certain things, other than our taste in animation, which is frightening. How much we agree on things. Whoa! But like uh, level. But uh, for instance, both Neil and I agree about what the best Sonic game was. Ooh, what, what, what's y'all's favorite Sonic? Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Ooh. Combined together, it's the best Sonic game ever. It is pretty excellent. I just always have fond memories of Sonic 2 just because... It got, it, it, Sonic 2 had a difficulty curve at the last two levels that was infuriating. Yeah, but I just always have fond memories of it because it was like a more refined Sonic. Kind of like how I like We Love Katamari better than the original Katamari. It's like... Oh, this is the refinement. Thank you. Yeah, but Sonic Three and Knuckles, best Sonic game ever. Oh well, de- well, definitely the that era of Sonic was great, and then it all went downhill. Yeah, I know. I know. I think I remember reading that you were a Dreamcast lover, but even yeah. you knew that Adventure was a pile. Yeah, I, I didn't particularly like it. I mean, oh no, I mean, our weapons but... are useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I liked. Well, Knights was pretty good from the same guy who like made Sonic. So at least you know there was another. There was a game on the the Saturn, and I'm trying to think. Isn't he working on a new game like Ivy the Kiwi or something like that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, know. it's supposed to have really weird gameplay or something like that. And by the way, I I I once said something that was totally. Uh... Uh, totally, uh, that always pissed off everybody I talked to about about the Sonic mm-hmm. animation related. I thought that Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog was a better cartoon experience than just the or Sonic the Hedgehog or Sat Am as the fans called it. Well, it was more of a cartoon in the sense of the word. Well, so are, you, are, you well talking, like, are you talking about the '90s one? That, yeah, the, the, both of the yeah, '90s ones. That was like *Twisted oh. uh, Tales of Sonic* or something. Well, the, 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 see, *Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog*. What happened was the animators looked at the Sonic design and said, "Hey, this is sort of like Felix the Cat. Let's just run with that." 
<laughs> well, well, the, the other one's like, let's make this all dark and apocalyptic in a dark and apocalyptic world. Blah 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 blah. Let's take this totally seriously. I'm like, and then they no. use the characters from the Archie comics, right? Yeah. Oh, well, actually, yeah. Archie comics is based off of it, I think. Well, whatever. One went. Yeah, but so was Archie and the Punisher. <laughs> we talked about that. Yes. Yeah, I, I noticed. But yeah, it's, I, I'm just saying that you know Sonic should not take itself too seriously. Well, and it isn't supposed to take itself seriously. It's just the Zen type of game, because you're just pushing right the whole time. Yeah. And hopefully jumping at the right times. Sega does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> Man, I I miss those days when you'd have the trash ads all through the magazine. Like uh, like for the Neo Geo, you have to have a pair of these to play this. Yes, and um, oh man, that that bizarre thing that uh, NEC did with for the TurboGrafx CD, where they had the the superhero and and he was fighting against Nega. Oh man, what Nega, was that? Nega. Yeah. Let's see this. Um I just anyway, I, I you I'll know, like I, like I said, I always think that I always thought that uh, Sonic is something is a franchise that should not take itself too too seriously and once it does you, you know it, something went wrong, they lost their way. Yeah. That's, when, that's where it ends up with, you know, Zophilia and stuff like that. Uh, and don't they have like two separate entirely different canons for Sonic right now? Or maybe three of them. Let's let's, really? let's not think about that. It's uh, sadly, I think what what killed the franchise was what also saved it. It's uh, you know Sonic Three and Knuckles, you know, great game cartridge together. Knuckles, great character when he was first introduced, and then you know then it happened. Yep, Knuckles maybe. Knuckles was used too much, and yeah. why do yeah. we have a, a shadow now? Uh, he's like an. Uh, rival for Sonic wasn't that Knuckles' job or something? Well, what happened was this, and I'll explain this in the stupidest terms possible because, I, I because I'm just going to say it in the stupidest way possible, just just because this is the analogy I use in uh, in uh, in the Sonic and Knuckles or Sonic Three and Knuckles. What happens is uh, is uh, Knuckles is tricked by Eggman, Doctor Robotnik, whatever you want to call him, whatever continuity to uh, oh my god. <laughs> Why'd you send this? Us? Anyways, this was <laughs> tricked to to fight Sonic, and then he realizes, oh wait, Robotnik's stealing my Master Emerald. Come back here, you fat bastard, and then help Sonic. Yes, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, what happened after that? You know, you know, you know. To, to use a lame analogy, uh, Knuckles started as a Vegeta-like character. Yeah, it, and it, then it, it... and then in later games. Knuckles is so easily tricked into fighting Sonic. He he's he's more like a dim-witted Ryoga. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Am I wrong? No, no, no. Because like Shadow, they they now push Shadow a lot more than they push Knuckles, which I I'm kind of sad. I don't about understand that. why there's a need for Shadow. I I was there is that. no need for Shadow, and there's no need for Silver and Gold and Copper and Polonium or whatever the hell. Hedgehog is coming out this week. Yeah, I mean, I uh, oh man, the Sonic Cycle is the best thing ever. Like, you know, have you ever seen that that meme where it's like excited and then oh no, friends show up and it's horrible. I love that meme. Well, it's uh, Sonic should not ever take itself seriously. That's, that's yeah, exactly. It's, it's just pushing right. Yeah, well, because yeah, like it's a Zen game, and that's why I I kind of liked how that he. 
Yuji Naka went on to make Knights because Knights is another form of pushing right. It's now got loops and stuff. Okay, guys, I, I, I'm supposed to have only just like seven minutes more. I'll okay, let's get the show started then, okay? Let's talk uh, some Tyler. Yeah, it's uh, well, tonight we're talking about uh, the irresponsible Captain Tyler. The first, episodes are, the first two episodes are available to watch on YouTube by the Stay manufacturer. Away. To future. Yes. Uh, the future so, now. So, yes, but uh, sadly it is just the dub. Oh uh, well, I, I saw it dubbed in Spanish, so I can't complain. Okay, okay. I I did like what I saw, though. It it was definitely had the best of the '80s anime designs. Oh, you know, the... '80s in the '90s. Yeah, it was in the '90s. They they preserved it was early the early '90s. The 80s see, and... Yeah, but it was it was very a very '80s style in the '90s. Yeah, and the very well, the, the Admiral's two daughters they they totally had like the the, the, the '80s look. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, the, yeah, it, and like a lot of things in the background, you could tell it was it was really an '80s type series. You know, '80s cyberpunk at its best. Yeah, oh, it yeah. was. It was like it was like the most polished of all of them. Yeah, it came towards the end of the um, of like really the golden age of that genre. And by the way, Neil, no pretentious uh, directing. <laughs> Nope. Oh nope. yeah. There's no Oshi here. <laughs> Neil's anti-Oshi and anti-Ava. Ava anti- is the, is the devil. Ava is the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Neil. Ava is now just a, a marketing ground right now. Yeah. I, hey, like, here's them in the bath. Here's them in the bath with a ducky. Here's them in the bath with a ducky and a washcloth. Here's a. Now, here's them at college, and now here's <laughs> them being magical girls. Rob, when we did the Ava episode, I showed Rob the actual official Ava manga and what really happened in first time since you went to Unit 1, and I think I scarred him for life. No, I haven't seen that. Oh, uh, let, let me put it this way. When Shinji passes out, he doesn't, he, it shows what actually he, what he actually saw in his mind. And what mm-hmm. he saw in his mind was at first his mother, and then she turns into a human-sized Unit 1 and it's trying to comfort him, and he's like screaming. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that, that'll do it. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, now we're back to Captain Taylor. Back yeah, to the time where to things Captain... were simple. Yeah, the the uh, the uh, dub voices were pretty good. Yeah, got the, they got the Taj voices, so it has it has the voices from uh, Slayers and Pokemon. Ah. Yeah, and that's why you hear uh, you hear Lisa Ortiz and um, oh, no, I can't remember any any of their names. Uh, uh. But I know that I know I know yeah. about that team. Yeah. Okay, the the English cast of Tyler. Get this: Veronica Taylor, Rachel Lillis, and uh, as Captain Tyler, Crispin Freeman. Crispin Freeman. Yes. All right. All right. All I'm right. sorry. I mostly watch the the subs. I yeah. well, I just prefer them. But you do watch the, the dubs sometimes because we we, we take for Neil to uh, call you. <laughs> I'm not gonna call her a sub snob. I'm not a sub snob. I mean, there are some dubs I like. It's just, I mean, I've never watched the dub of Tyler. That's the thing. So I don't know how it is. It's, well, it's the actually dub was actually good. good. Okay. Uh, it, I remember how I talked about dubs I hated. Uh, yeah. Tyler's was uh, great. It was awesome. 
Yeah. Okay. And, 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 by, and by the way, if you if you can convince him, Pablo does a great rendition of the Spanish version of the Magic Knight. No, don't, let's not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> it's Everyone hilarious. <laughs> Don't do that, Neil. Don't give him ideas. No. I don't well, do that. Well, song. Okay, let, let's go back to Tyler. Tyler, yeah, anyway, Tyler. it's got a great, it's got a great theme song. Yes, oh, walking on the tightrope. Yes, that's sailing away to future. But, but by the way, the one thing I don't like about the intro is it shows the actual singer in that weird. That is so eighty. Oh, I love that. It is so eighty. It dates the series. It dates the series in a way that I can't uh, reconcile. With it's awesome. No, it makes it awesome. It makes it eternally awesome because it's that period of time. And it just like I showed it to someone who was uh, who grew grew up mostly in the '90s. They weren't exposed to a lot of the '80s stuff, and they saw that intro and they're like, "What is this? This is wonderful." <laughs> so I mean, it, it, I think it transcends its time. It's just it's so different. Yeah, the music of that series, the whole series is just great. I think it's a dub dub of a of a Japanese opening song. That's a pretty good dub. Because uh, we've all heard really bad Japanese dubs of opening songs, uh, you know, uh, reference uh, Magic Knight Ray Earth. Uh huh. Well, uh, yeah, in the early the early days of anime, there were some horrible dub songs. The dark. They were horrible written too. I mean, for example, Sailor Moon song. That's a a whole different thing. It yeah. has nothing to do with the original. The Spanish dub actually has a great translated dub of that song. I, I oh, once so read. I once read the the uh, the, li- the the lyrics once. My sister bought one of the Sailor Moon movies, and they had the, the lyrics uh, translated in the subtitles when they were doing. I forgot what movie it was. I, I don't know. It was painful. It's something about cookies. I don't know. It was back when she uh, forced me to watch these things with her, and right. uh, and I, rem- I just I just remember the, the lyrics. Uh, My heart is a kaleidoscope. I'm like, help is this? Oh movie? yeah, that's that's super yeah. us. That's super us. Yeah, that's a super us movie, and that's the lyrics for the other songs. Yeah, and also, um, also some of the lyrics were written by Naoko Takauchi herself. The yeah, is Sailor Moon. Masami Kurumada, the author of Saint Seiya, uh, Soviet Knights or something up there. Yeah. He wrote the lyrics for the song from Saint Seiya too. Oh, but that's they, awesome. They like that. I really liked the theme songs to Saint Seiya because I watched that when I was a little girl in Japan. Except for the Cartoon Network dub where they use Block of Seagulls. I, yes, yes, yes. I refuse to watch that. <laughs> oh, here Get we away. got the original Untamed Saint Seiya series. It was nice. Uh, well, I saw some dabs and stuff in America. I mean, Car Captors Acura. Oh, God. Car Captors. That was horribly butchered. And here we even got the translation song the, the right way. With all the sexual innuendos and all that. Well, it was. I think it was just a block by Nelvana to keep other people from getting the series. And then once they had it, they weren't sure what to do with it. And they figured, well, we'll market to boys because 
boys buy more toys? Which I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, you know, Barbie's only a multi-billion-dollar industry. I I, yeah. I don't know what what they were thinking, but that was the thinking behind card captures was they were going to turn into a boys series. And I was like, how are you going to do that? That just was not going to happen. And then they they introduced Lee way too early. And uh, yeah, it was just man, it was that was a nightmare. Hey, but I got I got all of Card Captor Soccer on DVD. You know it, it it was better it was better than Subasa Chronicles, I think the first one. Oh, well, Subasa Oh man, Subasa Sliders. Chron- that was fun one. Clamp sliders. Anyway, back to Tyler. Yeah, back to Tyler. So uh, so Neil was telling me about the uh, multiple warp jumps and the sun. Oh, oh the episode where uh, Tyler's running away and uh I don't remember what character it was, but he was being pursued by this Ralgon uh, fleet commander, and they finally <laughs> catch up to him over over a star, and they fire upon upon Tyler. Tyler moves out of the way. All the all the missiles fly down into the star, and then it causes a big explosion, which which uh, comes up and hits the enemy uh, Ralgon fleet, and they all die. And Tyler just barely gets out of a gets out of a mess with dumb luck and that's that's basically like half the series right there is him just surviving by the seat of his pants and his his crew going did did he mean to do that is he a genius or just lucky who knows who cares (laughs) that's the point that deaf dumb blind kid sure can't play a mean pinball yeah i I, I like how he he kept saying that there's the biggest factor in winning wars it's not strategy. It's not uh, strength. It's luck. Yeah. And sometimes it's just plain dumb luck. I love that. Yeah. Because well, I he love... said that. No, go ahead. Oh no! It, it's just that that way of you know. It's like stuff sometimes turns out for good. Uh, sometimes good things happen. Um, Tyler was incredibly lucky. Uh, he was just being very honest. He was just yeah. you know. Letting himself be free of worries, and we had the the moment the serious sense, and they had this. Oh, that reminds me. My favorite part was when he was giving his his uh, his his uh, test. He seduced the computer. Oh, oh yeah. I love yeah. I love that whole episode. Well, like when he's also talking to the recruiter, and he's like, you know, like, are you really going to turn me away? Come on! And also, what if I turn out to be the one that wins the war and all that? Like. Sometimes Tyler shows that he might actually be clever. Yeah. But he just doesn't care. I, I just like that. It's like, you know, he's wearing the VR helmet and he has the gloves and you see his hands moving in motion and you know what he's doing. <laughs> I know. Ah! And the computer is just like, oh no, don't do that. <laughs> that whole episode is awesome. Oh, and then like uh, when, when he saves the uh, the general... Uh, admiral i think yeah the admiral the admiral yeah and his two twin the two twins are just adorable too and you're right they are extremely 80s yeah I, I, if i remember they actually had the thing with the, with the shirt that shows that with down on one the, the collars down on one sleeve if i remember yes yes they that everyone had 80s fashion if they weren't in uniform yeah and of course the world looked like blade runner except a happier version Happy, lucky, carefree Blade Runner, where the where the yeah. are free to roam and and there's, yeah. and there's no pretentious director's cut. Oh. And that is no, why but... this was going to be on the Blade Runner episode. Yes. Yeah. But... yeah this, it is the happy version. That's really, 
It's very weird. You, you know, the first, the second episode, I think it is, where he goes to pay the the, uh, the admiral. Yeah, the, he goes to pay the admiral. He's uh, he from his pension retiring. check. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. His pension check. It's awesome. I think because the. He's, he's able to talk to those two thugs and get one of them on his side just by being stupid and goofy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, and it's not just that. The, the, the plan they had was to expose how this retired admiral looked like and, and lived like. It was like, your government does this to you. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah, that whole plot. Yeah, that was, you know, wow. I, yeah. I never expected to see that in an anime episode. It's like, really? They're, yeah. They're actually showing this? They're touching this subject? Well, Whoa. actually, actually, to be fair, retirees do get, you know, it's it's not super excellent, but they do get, well, actually, if you're an admiral, you, you, you get an insanely good pension. Well, but the whole point was is that they, it was like an allusion to, like, you know, if a, if a culture gets too warlike, they tend to forget their people. That's so that's I, That's true. It's... Yeah, because we, we well, we do treat admirals pretty well. well do, if you get too militaristic, you might like, I don't know. Well, throw it's, them uh, my my uh, my dad's a retiree and my sister is currently serving. So yeah. Well, there's a there was a great episode where both uh, fleets, the Earth fleet and the Vulcan fleet, they just fly past each other, and they you know, point their guns at each other, but they don't fire. They just look at each other and not fire at all. And they just execute that maneuver. And that same admiral calls them to congratulate both fleets on such a great maneuver. I, I remember that was a great episode for me. Yeah. Well, uh, one question, though. I'm, you know, I see a lot of emphasis on the princess of the of the aliens. Yes. Yeah. I have a feeling that something important happens to her later on. Oh, there's, a, oh. there's a, a, a Nova series that comes after the series that I never get to see. Yeah, that's the funny thing, is that nothing really happens to her in this series. I mean, they capture her once, and uh, and Tyler lets her go, and that's about all you really get to see of it. But mm -hmm. then there's there's an OVA series after that where uh, where her assistant, Wang, actually takes over the Ralgon Empire, and uh, and uh, she gets held hostage, and... and uh, the very last episode, Tyler's like, okay, we're going to go save her, and then it's like, to be continued, and nothing, you never get to see what happened. Yay! Oh my god. Yeah. It would really piss you off. You get really into this into this awesome cartoon, and it ends on a cliffhanger. Oh, okay, that's probably why I've been warned not to watch yeah. the OVAs. Yeah, but there, there, are actually, there are actually two uh, two OVA series. There's there's one that's just a two-parter that's actually, it's it's actually like a feature-length movie, um, where Tyler's whole team gets captured, and then they let him go, and I can't really explain much beyond that without spoiling it. Right. But right. Uh, but it it is like its own story, and that one's pretty good. It's everything that's after that that kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of falls apart. Okay, well then I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, I, I just, don't. I'd always gotten warned not to watch it because like my brother, who was who's really into Tyler, said just don't watch the OVAs. Yeah, the, the the good OVA is something like uh, that, that's that's you something. know that's always good advice. Don't watch the OVAs. I gave the same advice to people who watch Ruani Kenshin. Oh well, the first set of OVAs were okay. So this is the second one's. Worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, think we, yeah. I think we talked about this before. 
But I, I do know one thing. I think the guys at Sierra Online would watch some of this because the later Space Quest definitely borrows some notes from this. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know if... I'm, I'm a big PC gamer. I, I imagine that Kitty Hawk was more of a console gamer. Yeah, I was more of a console gamer. But, like, my brother was a big uh, PC gamer. Oh. So I kind of kept up with that. Okay. Yeah. But I remember, I remember that, but he didn't play that, so I don't know much about that one. Oh, Space Quest is a great game. It's a, it's a, it's a Sierra adventure game that doesn't take itself too seriously, where, where the person who saves the universe in every game is uh, Janitor Second Class uh, Roger Wilco. Oh, I remember <laughs> seeing that. Yeah. I, I never played those games, but they looked great. I, I had my scenes. Uh, two of, two of the games, two of the games have the narrator... The narrator of two of the games is Gary Owens. Uh, uh, Laughing, yeah. Gary Owens. Bro, uh... oh, Laughing. Space Ghost. <gasps> oh, oh, Space yes. Ghost. Original Space Outer Ghost. Outer Toast Man. <laughs> Outer Toast Man. Okay, now I know okay. who you're talking about. Back to Tyler. Where yeah, yeah, we yeah, have Tyler. Go well, well, Ty- Tyler <laughs> sort of goes into other anime. I, I just, I just love how he just always talks with this tone. The, the, the dub actor does a great job with this totally carefree, stupid tone. Yeah. Well, it's Crispin Freeman. Yeah. He's awesome. Crispin Freeman. Let me let me do a quick Google. You know, he's done a whole bunch of stuff for some reason. I'm not. I'm blanking on it. Crispin Freeman. Let's see here. He looks terrible. <laughs> Sorry, Crispin. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's kind of got the, yeah, that hair. Okay, he was in e- I, Me, My, Strawberry Eggs. He was Kion in Haruhi. In Slayers, he was... Uh... He was Sume in um, Wolfsbane. In Slayers, Crispin Freeman was Zelgatis. Oh, I love yes. that character. After David Cronin. Daniel Cronin, pardon me. But going back to Tyler, <laughs> oh man, the uh, yeah. the doctor and the nurse. I always, I always love oh, the crazy doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> drinking all oh, yeah. the time and the, then, he, the, and then, to, then to disinfect a lot of people after that disastrous battle he just go, sprays alcohol on all of them <laughs> that was so well, nurse, nurse Harumi oh, is I, actually I love, a spy I love the marine crew yes. I do all that they, they even had this Jason Homage character that was called Jason and, oh and yeah right. oh yeah <laughs> the marines are hysterical in that show I know they're great I love how they keep fighting the pilots. It's like, no, we're, we're the ones who are with their lives on the line. It's like, it's like real just life. Like, yeah. <laughs> pilots and yeah. the Marines hate each other. Well, it's uh, my dad always said Marines are really good at two things. Okay. Drinking and fighting. Well, that's about, uh-huh. that sounds about right. Yeah. It's like they pay them for that. <laughs> they pay them for fighting and they use that money to drink. No, I think drinking is yeah, part of the job. Perfect. Yeah, probably. They're Marines, not uh, Vikings. Oh, I'm sorry. I get those oh. two mixed up. I, I wonder why do we have Viking Marines? That should be a comic. Like, well, they do. They do land uh, on Marine ships. Kings. They they do. They do. <laughs> they they do use ships to do beach landing. So, there you go. They are do modern. Marines with horns. I want to see Marine with horns, with a, ho- a helmet with horns, or poor. Pablo, you're you're an artist. Yeah, I'm still gonna make a, a one. Dude, Marine Marines that go back to Viking times. Or Viking, maybe just one Viking that's here living among the Marines. And yeah. He's like the Marine King or something. 
Ring King. That sounds like I the name of a Pokemon, goddammit. <laughs> that would be sick. Marine King. Marine King. Marine King. 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 Marine King. <laughs> okay, but back to Tyler. So what do you think of the technical designs in this series, guys? Oh, that was great. And who was, the, who, was the, uh, who was the animator again? The animation studio? What was Tatsunoko. It? Tatsunoko, oh. really? Yes, yeah. Tatsunoko. Oh, excellent. Well, that there, explains man. everything. Yeah, it explains the 80s style, explains the awesome technical designs. I mean, man. Yeah, and uh, who was the director? Oh, director by... Koichi uh, Matsumo. Yes. Yep. Who also did... Murder Princess. Murder Princess. Holy shit. Never saw Murder Princess. He also did Xenogears. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I like the song at the end of it, but the, the game itself was all Ava, but an RPG. Yeah. Oh, he also <laughs> did Dominion Tank Police. Yay! Ooh, and yeah. Dirty Hair Project Eden. Hey. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote the script for Night on the Galactic Railroad. Awesome. But yeah, it's a Murder yeah. Princess. Never saw it. Is it any good? Mm, I didn't see it either. Okay. I haven't seen it. He was only a planner for that. Oh. So. Well, I wasn't planning on watching it anyways. Oh, no. He was a director on the second season of Sabasa Chronicle. Uh, well, I had such warm feelings about him all of a sudden gone. Oh! oh. Guys, you got to pay rent. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, just, just like Jeezy Gabor being in the Tattoo Daily and Fires for Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry, okay? <laughs> I got to eat. Oh man, yeah. now I'm remembering. Uh, okay, I always loved the the serious lieutenant who was just always freaking out and having oh, like stressing okay. out. Well, that that's the best part of a comedy formula like that. You always yeah. need a straight man. That that's. Yeah. The... I love him. He's the perfect straight man. Yeah, oh, you got two straight men there. You got yeah the... to uh, to borrow uh, to borrow got... uh... the guy and the girl. Well, well to, to borrow an analogy, uh, it's like for to make the Marx formula work, you need the Zeppo. Yes. The Zeppo yeah. is the most underrated part of the formula, but without the Zeppo, you got nothing. Yep. And then Yuriko's sort of a straight man, not doesn't freak out quite as much. I mean, if you don't have the Zeppo, you just have Groucho talking. And then... Wait. Wait. The whole, ca the whole cast except for Tyler are all the straight men. It's, That's not it's true. Not. I remember... Oh, no, no. So, the I, Doctor? Not the doctor. Well, I mean, but like for the most part, <laughs> the most, Marines, of, most they're of not the straight men either. I just remember I mean, the series being described to me that towards the end of the series, all the rest of the crew sort of become like Tyler's. How it's described to me. Oh yeah, yeah, they, that, they, that's, yeah they do. The last episode Tyler. is great about that. You, you even get to see, you know, uh, what was his name? Uh, the you, you get to see a lieutenant, you know, just laughing as he lets. Tyler take over the new ship, and so the captain is going to give his orders, and then steps aside, and you get to see Tyler. That's like, yeah, I'm on. No more straightness here. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's that episode where there's a war on the ship. Yeah. 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 And uh, you can definitely see just just by me looking at the first two episodes, I can definitely see how other space anime are definitely influenced it in, for the better before the dark times, before they start making Macross sequels. It sucked. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, like Frontier, what were they thinking? 
I do have one question for you sci-fi geeks out here, if we have any here. Any, raise your hand, sci-fi geeks. Anybody? I'm raising my hand. Okay, it's a uh, cyber-magic hand. Okay, uh, Pablo, uh, yeah. raise his hand. Uh, Kitty Hawk? Yes. Sci-fi mm-hmm. geek? Yes. Okay, here, here's a question for you. In space battles, what do you prefer more? Just two giant uh, space capital ships duking it out, or do you prefer space fighter combat? Mixed I want combat. both of them. I, yeah. I like the, the macros approach, where you have the big fleet, the giant ships, you know. I know, giant. but I, what do you think of the, the, the series that do just the giant ships? I think that's... T- uh, you mean cool. something like Star Trek? That's, yeah, uh, that's in, dull. Like J.J. Oh. Abrams said, that's like a submarine battle. Oh, whatever. There's, that's a different kind of battle. That's more of a strategic naval battle. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's something more like a, a game of chess. Yeah, uh, and that, that's I, interesting in itself. I love yeah, space fighters. I love space fighters. Well, I do too. Yeah. I mean, I love it. It's like I love it when they're just swirling around, shooting each other. In it's a 3D like space. all these pinpoint little dots exploding all the way around, and you see these giant capital ships duking out. But there's also yeah. fighters flying. Yeah, around. I like the I like the, the all out battle with both fighters and giant ships. Yeah. That's the yeah. way to go. That, in my opinion. Yeah, but that's yeah. just me. Well, it's like the argument between Star Wars and Star Trek. You know, like yeah. Star Trek is more. Well, Star, Star Wars is Star Wars is just a fancy setting that replaces but fantasy I, with sci-fi. But I mean, it's like the type of ships in Star Wars. That's more of a we've got a carrier and we've got a bunch of fighter planes. Whereas Star Trek is we've got a god weapon that can kill, can just basically destroy most anything. And we can yeah, well, I, I guess the middle ground was the, the new movie. I mean, they did they did go yeah. and say, "What can we learn from Star Wars?" And that's where they went from there. Well, yeah, yeah, Abram said, I'm going to Star Wars a five Star Trek. And... Which I was like, well, then why don't you call it something else? But he did a good job of keeping the character of the characters correct. Well, he, yeah. it, was, it was a good movie. I, li- I mean, I liked it. I just wish... It's, it was a, it but, was a but, but by the way, by the way... And a reboot at the same way. And, in and, and by the way, just one thing. You know, Gene Roddenberry did create an interesting set of characters, an in- interesting universe, but when he personally wrote stories, they sucked. Sorry, Gene, it's true. And by the way, I knew he was like, his ashes up in space were like twirling around so fast when when uh, when, Ca- when, At- when Captain Pike said in the new Star Trek movie, Starfleet is a peacekeeping armada. Yeah, he because, would have been, been upset about that. Because the biggest thing, he's like, I don't want militarization in my Star well, Trek. He, he, yeah, well, he, he had a more utopian view. and I mean, that, that was his view well, of Star Trek. Because it's a communist fantasy. It's a socialist fantasy, but more communist and socialist. Well, yeah, it's got a bit of communism in there too. But I mean, but the point is, is that I don't understand why we have to go back to like remaking something. Why didn't they just you know? Well, okay, this Star Trek is set like at a different time, or if you they really did that wanna, once, I know, and you can do that. That's fine. I'm I don't like Enterprise, but that was perfectly okay to do. But the thing is, is that. Don't try to re. I don't like remaking something like that. If you want to tell a story about a young brash captain, then why don't you make a new series about a young brash captain? They tried that with an eight or a woman, and it turned out it was the worst idea ever. Which one? Voyager. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm, I'm saying just no, no. Don't even call it Star Trek. Call it something else. Yeah, well, the problem is the, 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 the film industry the is. 
I think the film industry is where the animation industry was in the 80s, where suddenly you need marquee value on everything. Yeah, exactly. It's... And then that's that's just lazy. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's how we got yeah. that. And now yeah. I'm voiced by Gary Chalk in the future. Oh, okay. <laughs> slightly yeah. better animation. That's what that's what's happened. It's just basically everyone's trying to milk off this old old thing, but eventually people. Well, are just you know what? There's something important to be learned. If you milk off an old teat, old teat, you're gonna get sick. No. <laughs> anyway, back to Tyler. <laughs> Speaking of old teats. Yes. Sorry. But it, it's 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 a great that, series. I love it actually. It is, but you know, it's just so I don't know many people who've actually seen it. That's. That's one of the things. Like, it's one of those little... Well, the thing to keep yeah. in mind is the availability at, of that time. It's a, yeah. Most people I know had exposure to anime it, thanks to Blockbuster and other more local rental chains in the time. Mm-hmm. And as I said once before, if you actually listen to the Birdie the Mighty episode, I say that there's something I call the Golden Blockbuster 4 that are the yeah. four anime movies that nearly every Blockbuster in America had in the early to mid-90s. It's uh, Ghost in the Shell... Yeah. By uh, Neil's favorite director, Mamoru Oshii. Uh, Akira, which uh, yep. Neil and I just love. <laughs> yeah, right. Watch Roger and Z. <laughs> and uh, Ninja Scroll, which uh, introduced a lot of young boys to tits and blood. That was, that was fun. That was fun. It's overrated. Yeah. It's fun. It's a, it over- is overrated, but it is fun. I, I, it's well I, executed. You can say yeah. that. It, 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 it's very well polished. I mean, I liked it. It was a lot of fun. And what's the fourth one again, Neil? What's Vampire Hunter. Yeah, Vampire, Vampire Hunter D. Yes. Well, there were a few more. There was. Uh, but those are the four know, that's guaranteed in any yeah. blockbuster in America. Had. Well, sometimes, had sometimes you'd run into like uh, Golgo Thirteen yeah. or, or Dirty Pair Flash. Well, Dirty Pair Flash wasn't out yet. I know the original three movies came out first. It it depends because the, I had three blockbusters in my area growing up at that time, and the four I could guarantee was always there were those four, in any yeah. f- three of them. But some one of them had one of them had the Birdie the Mighty OVA. Maybe I was lucky. I had a I had a movie uh, gallery uh, and a blockbuster that had a um, good bit of anime. It's uh, by the way. Did you ever see Birdie the Mighty? Yes, yeah. Birdie the Mighty, the original. Very, very strange oh, yeah. story, but okay. great animation. I love Birdie the Mighty. Did you see the new one? Uh, no, I haven't actually seen the new one yet. Is it any good? Uh, Neil's watching it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. Like they they like, added they added a third identity for the character to keep now. <laughs> oh man! And I was just like, no, 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 wrong. Yeah, the, I, 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 because because so, Birdie has a civilian ID now where she's a model idol, <laughs> and she there's there's actually a scene where she's wearing a, a peach costume, not Princess Peach, but she's wearing like a peach. <laughs> you know, the, so wrong. And the seam of the peach is her ass. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's um. Okay. Uh, about God. Anyway, uh, about about when, uh, anyway. about when Tyler came out, uh, I was actually kind of surprised when Tyler hit the hit the street in America because it kind of hit in that really weird time between uh, between that. Uh, early era of anime and when DVD took off, it came out in like 98 or 99. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It was it was kind of like I don't know if it was like a dead time for anime but it was definitely kind of weird. 
It, it was no, before it, it was before anime really got its really got really yeah. got mainstream. But it was more right prevalent at that point. It was like yeah. really easy to come by it, and the prices had come down. Yeah, a good bit yeah. at that point. Like you weren't paying forty dollars for a sub uh, VHS anymore. You were now paying like twenty five. Yeah, but it was, it it was, was after Dragon Ball Z came and, out. Uh, VHS. Yeah. Hmm? I spent $1,000 on uh, that uh, anime VHS. Wow. I, I, here's, uh, you got to understand this moment in my life. First and perhaps only time by my mind back then. In America, 99. And it was like, oh, that, there's a video store there. I'm not going to be here again. I got to get as much as I want. But you know, fast forward to 2011, where everyone's downloading everything from every anywhere, where everything you can get, you know, just like that. And I look back at those one thousand dollars I spent. I feel like such an idiot. No, don't don't feel like an idiot, because I I remember those days too. I mean, paying money for bootleg VHS. Yeah, and, yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I spent one thousand dollars like in a week. It was I was in a week in USA and I spent one thousand dollars in VHS. That reminds me of something really funny I, I've read once that, you know, around colleges, like, you know, there was actually people that were doing fan dubs and selling VHS fan dubs of the last Sailor Moon series. I remember that. I remember those. The, oh, the one that they won't release. They can't make it any more you know, they can make it any Wronger than they did with Dick and all that. Yeah, and so. I guess the whole transsexualism thing. Didn't. Well, I remember how Rob explained how the Germans did it, and Neil and I were like, "What were we like to get Neil?" That's worse. What? What? <laughs> That's worse. What did they do in the German version? Uh, what? Uh, let's see. They... Basically, all the all the guys had cousins, and they like changed bodies with their cousins. Yeah. To. To uh, get around the transgenderism, they just said it was a different character that swapped in. Okay, so they're all birdies. All right. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and, and if a character liked the guy, that's because they, the, the guy liked that guy too. Oh. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Right. I can I kind of cast it like that. We swap places in time from time to time. It was fun. <laughs> I, think... uh, I remember she digged the same girl I digged. It was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, God. That's uh, just, that's an awesome, that is the best explanation ever. <laughs> I, I bet Dick wouldn't come out with that one. Okay, <laughs> guys, it's been lovely, but I gotta make a run for it, so take uh, care, be happy, and talk more about Taylor. Taylor, keep focus I, on Taylor. Don't be responsible. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. How do I close this? Uh, I think you found out how to close this. Neil, do you still have the recording? I still have the recording. Awesome. Awesome. But yeah, it's, um, like I said, it was just, it's, it's just, you know, this was, this was the era, this was the era of animation where, where the only thing you count on at Plugbuster was the golden four. If you got more, you were lucky. Yeah, we actually had the, some of the Urusei Yatsura movies. Including, including Neil's favorite, uh, by his favorite director. Yes. Oh, there were. Yeah, it was. It was the first two. So. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. The only reason Neil liked the second one was because uh, because uh, Mamoru Oshii pissed off Rumiko. Well, he actually <laughs> did a good job of that movie. That was yeah. even though he was kind of doing his trademark Oshii thing, 
it was still a good story. I love Beautiful Dreamer. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, but I just remember how Neil told the story how Romiko got so pissed off he was barred from touching her stuff ever again. Uh, that movie was awesome. Well, it's because he told a story with all the side characters and he moved the plot forward. Oh no. I know, I know, I know how I know how that would be. I mean, I that is one of my biggest irritation with uh Rumiko is that the whole like nothing ever gets resolved. I mean, I was very happy with the ending of Inuyasha where we sort of know some things happened instead of like the ending of Ranma one half. Where it's but like, yeah, it's a, I, I hate what happened to Sango. She was a badass demon killer. And then as soon as in the, and as soon as Kagome leaves and she gets married to Morocco, she's just on her backs pushing out babies. For I know. Years. Well, but that, that's, that was just how she wrapped it up. And I was like, okay, well, I didn't like Inuyasha a lot. And, and, and then, and then the message at the end is you can't marry the, you can't marry the dog boy you met in the past until you graduate high school. Well, that seems to be a that that seems to be a message of a lot of anime. You got. Uh, I'm like I'm like so you so she was separated from Inuyasha for three years just so she can graduate to go back in the past where her degree means shit. But it, it was it, that she accomplished something because uh, there's a lot of an, there's a lot of anime. <laughs> she killed like, she killed the Raku. I know, but still, like okay, it wasn't Inuyasha who killed him. It was her. I know. It doesn't matter. She needs to finish high school because it's part of the completing something. It's it's a it's so it's a very Japanese thing. It shows up in like all of their stories. Like, even though you can legally get married at age sixteen, every it used single, to be thirteen, by the way. Well, yeah, but anyway, let's not talk about that. Oh man, latest episode of uh, Adventure uh, Adventure Time has a great she's thirteen joke in it. By the way, um, anyway, back to Kasha. <laughs> so oh, like. God. Yeah, it, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, but anyway, it's the whole. She gets married at sixteen. Oh no, she's got to hide her marriage and until she's like graduates from high school. And I'm like, but why? Are your husband like? And it's especially annoying in the ones where my husband is a multimillionaire, or my husband's the teacher. Yeah, and it's always like. But you, it, you'd be okay. You could like quit. Your, you could just quit, and you'd be okay. Like, why do you have to finish? But I guess it's just the whole. You got to see it to the end. Even if you killed the demon Naraku, that's and more. No important. one else could kill. They had more lives than a lemming. Yeah, I know. But high school is more important. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> Did that hurt? Uh, anyway, back to Tyler. Oh, man. This is going to be fun to edit. Yeah. I know. Well, Tyler is one of those animes that sort of leads into other anime because it's like, it basically is like a, I don't know what to call it in its genre because it's not really a parody. It's almost like one of the most polished ones. It's... I don't know. It's it's something unto itself. It's like a co- the perfect comedy version of a sci-fi series. I know, and that that's great. It's it's uh and by the way, I totally see how it influenced sci-fi anime for years and years and decades yeah. in the gum. It's uh Well, it, it, it's it's kind of like um I mean, like how Scream basically brought back the horror genre. I would say that Tyler kind of like renewed the sci-fi genre instead of it being serious 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 like it was becoming 
yeah. it sort of brought back the lightheartedness, which was very necessary, I think. Because yeah. I think that's part of the problem nowadays is that everything is just freaking serious. Yeah, it's just that um, you really can't have something fun nowadays. And I'm, that's why I'm kind of happy with, like, Batman ba- Brave and the Bold. Because it is bringing back kind of, like, let's have some fun with some superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm sort of indifferent about the series. I don't hate it, but I don't really watch it. So it's it's fun. It's it's um it's like kind of like '60s bat like not like '60s Batman, but I'd say more like Justice League International. You know, yeah, just I can't sort believe of, it's not Justice League. Yeah, it, it's it, it it's sort of serious, but it's not because like Batman makes jokes and Aquaman is just awesome, outrageous, and. I actually like Aquaman for once because of this series, which is amazing. So I, I would highly recommend it. But Tyler's kind of like that, too. It basically said it's okay to have some fun in a sci-fi series after the long period of everything is serious. But I don't know. There were some there were some humorous ones along the way, but Tyler just sort of, I don't know, just sort of reset it. But I've always viewed it as, like, the culmination of the 80s sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, definitely, like I said, the girl designs are really good here. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the eyes are just, like, I would say are, like, the perfect 90s anime eyes. Like, captures, like, how the style was in that time period. And I guess that's part of the reason that it gets overlooked is it really does capture that time period so well. It almost looks generic. I don't want to put down the character designs because they're really good, but it is almost generic. Well, it, it is, but at the same time, it has the expressiveness that most anime is missing now. Yeah, it, it, it well, the faces are a little more realistic. Like, they're not as compressed as, say, I would say right now since pointy noses are kind of in, there's sort of defined noses and still defined ears and things like that. I, I think I think something that we're doing with the eyes now is in, and I don't like it. The vacant, it's the vacant eyes that have sort of become prevalent lately. I kind of like them, but I, I do actually like the heavy eyes of the 90s, like that, you know, dark blacks in there, lots of shading, and then the large... Uh, light sources I like that but the character designs were really good and all the characters were really well like and I liked how all the characters did grow over the series like I don't think there was like like the doctor is about the only one I don't think that grew but I don't know he kind of came to trust Tyler I guess that counts but he doesn't need to grow he's awesome already (laughs) Well, he was pretty much uh, on Tyler's side from the beginning, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think he was, yeah. Because he, he said he doesn't take things too seriously, so he liked him. Good. Yeah. Very good. But So, Captain Tyler, I'm, I'm definitely going to see more of it. So, that proves one thing. What? These, these distribution companies actually having these episodes online does promote sales. Yay! Keep doing it. Yes. Keep doing know. it. You know, people watch your series without trying to steal them and torrent them. They'll actually watch them. You'll yeah. actually get paid for the ad re- revenue from the 30-second ad because people will put up with a 30-second ad at the beginning of a show. Yep. They will put up with it. 
Yep, so do that. Know. Watch your profit store. Watch the pirating decrease. And just do that. Yeah. Don't don't treat us like criminals. That's that's why I'm against receipt checking. Yep. But uh yeah. And I have a story about that for later. <laughs> oh. Okay. But yeah, um I'm pretty happy they're putting it on um iTunes I'm, or like, you know, on YouTube. YouTube, yeah. That's pretty yep. awesome cuz like now it's like you can get introduced to a lot of the older series that you might not have been able to get cuz like even with like fan subbing with some of the older series, you can't get a hold of them. Oh, because by, by the way, yeah, it's a, and that, that reminds me of something else. Uh, and Amy, I keep on telling Neil he should eventually watch. It's a martial arts series. It, it, that's also available on uh, on YouTube by the by the distributor. It's a History Strongest Disciple Kenichi. I think you'll like it too, Kitty Hawks. I'm going to just recommend it again to all of our listeners. It's on YouTube for free by the distributor. Give it a chance. They have both the sub and the dub. I prefer the yep. sub. <laughs> prefer the dub. Unfortunately, with Tyler, I think because Right Stuff just came out with new DVD box sets, mm-hmm. they've only got the two episodes up, and it's been the same two episodes for oh. months. But you know what? It got me interested enough to to look to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Are so they going to that... release it on Blu-ray? Because I uh, own, I owned it on DVD. I think. Yeah, I had it on DVD a long time ago. But here's a question: It's a, I only have a 720 TV, so I don't know if I really get the the same amount of high def that the 1080 people do. But here's a question: uh, mm-hmm. Anime and animation on Blu-ray with high def, can you really see a difference? Yeah, you can see a difference. I mean, um, it's a lot cleaner. The colors pop a little more. It, and it also just depends on the encoding too. If they do a good job at encoding, it will you will definitely see a difference. Okay, I, I'm just wondering because. But know. I mean, I'm not really getting the Blu-ray because I want the high quality version. I just mostly want it because it'd be one disc. Okay. With a, with with 26 and episodes. By the way, that's pretty much what I use my PS3 for is just the Blu-ray. So <laughs> I, I had none of the PSN account set up in there, so I'm perfectly okay and. It was my Netflix box until I got an Apple TV, but now it's just a Blu-ray player. And since PSN's been down, that's pretty much all it's been. Yeah, sorry, PSN. Yeah. Sony, a... Sony, you know, you should have never pulled the tiger's tail. You, you probably, yeah, you probably should not have um, pulled your Linux support. That was a bad well, thing. Well, just pulling Linux support wasn't, wasn't what kicked us off. It was them going after Geohot. Well, no, it was actually about the Linux thing because the whole point about GeoHot was because before the Linux thing, the homebrewers were all happy. Well, that's true, but they went they thing. went after GeoHot specifically legally. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, 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 they did. But I think this whole new Sony thing is actually set totally separate from that whole issue. I think someone figured out, oh, looky, I, it, it trusts me no matter what. I'm going to break into the candy machine, you know? Just keep hitting the button, keep getting more until someone figured out we can get even more and we can get information from it. And then that was when the free for all started. Yeah. I don't think the whole GeoHot incident and this are related in any way. If they are, I'd be surprised. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just so, I'm just mad at Sony for this whole thing because it's like, great, you were storing credit card information is just not. Not as encoded, but like as raw. 
<laughs> like numbers. Criticardnumbers.txt. Yeah. Wow. Identitytheftkit.txt. <laughs> See, PS3, you know, Sony's just is a tr- is trusting. They've got like, you know, the they've gone to the bathroom and they've left a sign that says just pay for your gas and leave the money on the counter. Well, Kevin Butler, it only does nothing. Oh, anyway, back to Tyler. <laughs> but we love we love Captain Tyler here, and well, like I, I said, mean, I mean, like I said, the, man, the the distributor definitely did the right thing by actually having episodes available to watch, even if it's only first oh, the first two. It's enough to get people interested. It's enough to show that the the distributor is willing to do that much. And yeah. Well, they are called the right stuff. Yeah, right. Right stuff is an excellent company. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their DVDs are pretty good. Yeah, um, I think they were the ones that did Caracano. Am I right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, I have those DVDs. Yeah, uh, but Tyler was like, um, I remember watching it in. I think it was around 2000. I watched it, hmm. and I was blown away by it because you know. Like it was related. It was released in like the late '90s, so I didn't get to watch it till 2000. I loved it. I I think I watched the whole thing in like a matter of two days or something like that. Yeah, 2000. That's when I got back into. That's when I got into anime. That's. Uh... Yeah, and 2000 is about like. Um, well, Dragon Ball came out in '96, which I would say was the beginning of the boom. Like Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball started all. Well, I I remember a funny story when I was a child. I went to Korea once, and they showed me the Korean dub of Dragon Ball, the original Dragon Ball, with Goku's <laughs> a child and everything. Yeah. And I remember saying, I was like, oh, this is okay. And then I w- went back to America. A few years later, I was watching Dragon Ball Z. He was like, why is Goku growing up, and why is he killing people? <laughs> I had actually seen... <laughs> and so so yeah. uh, I'm, I'm just like, you know, that, 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 was my, that was my exposure to Dragon Ball, and that's how jarring it was, uh, just boom and boom. No, I actually had the same experience because I saw Dragon Ball in Japan. It was, you know, it was in Japanese language. But, like, I come back when I was in America and then Dragon Ball Z comes on. And I'd watched the original Dragon Ball English dub, too, which, man, that was that was butchered to hell and back. He had a can of tomato sauce. Ugh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, But then Dragon Ball Z and I'm like, what? Because I didn't get to see a lot of what had happened between like that first arc, and I didn't remember a lot what I'd seen as a child. Yeah, yeah. So it was I, like, the, what? Goku's an adult? And he's killing people. Yeah, so I had to go read up on that immediately, like, what is going on? <laughs> and, you know, you know, the, you know, they really never touched on the pic- Piccolo Damio uh, arc in the, you know... Yeah, no, that, yeah, that was also confusing too. But I mean, I mean, I remember when Cartoon Network made made big deal that they were finally showing the dub of that. I'm like, finally, you 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 finished Z, and now you're showing that. I, I mean, good job, all, golf all clap. Of, anyone I knew, like, watched like crappy, uh, real player uh, subs of Dragon Ball. Like, they had already seen the whole series by the time it completely aired in the United States. So, I mean. It, I don't know. Back then, like, they didn't release the anime too quickly, and I think that was part of the reason that the fan sub community got as strong as it did. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason that they're now doing, like, things like putting Tyler on YouTube or, like, things like Country Roll, which are really good because it means that you're not going to go seek out fan subs. And, by the way, Hulu Plus has a treasure trove of tons of anime. Tons. Yeah, yeah, which is great. I mean... Huh. 
So I'm anyone, not who, anyone who wants a membership, just contact me. I'll give you two free weeks. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I get I get two free weeks for every person I sign up for two free weeks, so we'll, we'll we'll all be happy. Okay, cool. Do you need two free weeks, Kitty Hawk? No, no, no. I don't. I don't need it right now. Okay. Thank you, Doug. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Um, but Tyler was like wonderful, just because he didn't take himself seriously. I think we went over that. But it was also just. Even though it was like a comedy series, like going back to like the the technical designs, I was really impressed by all the um, by all the you know the science stuff. Like, well, yeah, it's it's well, what it is is this was the era when technical design still meant something. It's like you know in current anime, not all of them, but a lot of them, they treat technical designs like a toilet. It's something that's there, but you don't really think about. It's more organic nowadays, I'd say. It's it's less. Um, it, it, it's it's less uh, mechanical. It, well, I think that's actually it, it's, more... it's 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 less Team Fortress and more Portal. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's actually like how. Well, I honestly think how future weapons will look anyway, because I kind of think future weapons are going to look kind of sleek. They're not going to look as uh, well. The thing is, this all that sleekness is just plastic cowlings you take off you take the plastic cowlings off and they look exactly they look they look all that yeah. mechanicalness and the plastic cowlings do shit all except well, for making it look they, sleek well they might also like take heat away too uh, not not really but hey I, I always say why not have a good looking gun why not have it look good looking and work well There's... i'm weird i'm weird that i like guns that look like guns I'm okay with a gun looking like an NES sapper if it can blow the uh, guy in front of me's head off. So well, I mean, it's, uh, well, my favorite gun is is a Springfield, uh, you know, 1911. So. Oh, <laughs> as long as it's not the orange sapper. No, 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 no. Uh, not the, not the super from scope. the action set. No, I have one. Of the oh, God, the super scope. No. The super scope. Oh man, the super scope. Huh. But yeah, like I think with Tyler, that was pretty much the end of like the more mechanical looking designs. And I think, I don't know, I kind of like the modern, I like modern designs too, but I do like those super detailed mechanical designs from the 80s. They're just crazy. Well, well to, to borrow a line from one of my favorite uh, motorcycle manufacturers, uh, Indian Larry, God rest his soul, uh, where's the gizmoiness? <laughs> yep. Uh... Well, but, you know, I guess it's this that a lot of sci-fi series don't want to get into the technical stuff nowadays. They just want to be into more of the, well, like with the new with the new Star Trek, they wanted to get more into the um, more into the characters than some of the te and less of the tech, even though in the original Star Trek, they didn't really get. Well, in the beginning of the original Star Trek, it was all they were running on lithium batteries until they were like, wait, we can't get that power. Yeah. It's that die there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but hey, that's a no that's like no prize answers. I mean, it's fine it's fine. <laughs> I love she actually said no, no prize. <laughs> if you weren't married, I would so propose to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I w I was the GameStop chick, I admit. <laughs> uh, but but I don't know. I kinda I mean Tyler didn't really get into much of the tech either. It, yeah, it had like all those technical designs. So well, if it look if it looks if it looks grungy and metallic and, and 
dirty you, you know what's actually working it's sort of like how it's sort of like how in dirty pair they never explained how the their jump drive worked but yeah. it looks so dirty and mechanical and you assume it works. It's yeah. kind of like now in Star Trek, if it's glowy and uh, has lots of blinky lights, well, it must Star, be doing something. In the new Star Trek movie, you know what the whole engineering set was? That was a brewery. I heard that. Uh, that was awesome. That was a nice reuse of a set. It wasn't. It wasn't even a set. It was a real yeah. brewery. They just like can we rent? Can we rent like your area for like a day? And like but sure. It, but it looked like one. It looked like a plant. Yeah. I mean, but. Uh, now you know why Scotty's so sloshed. <laughs> well, uh, I think I heard from someone, like, in one of the books, uh, Scotty actually had a still. I believe it. He used, he, he used it to, just to have stuff to clean, this, clean the, you know, clean parts and stuff. You know? Oh, yes, yes, to clean the parts. It's a uh, solvent, yeah. Inside my body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and I'll... Oh man, and about Tyler, I really like the little the little suits, you know, the little mecha suits that were almost more like pot labors because yeah. they were, you know, you could put your arms inside the arms and move them around like that. Yeah, get away I, from her, you bitch. <laughs> but I like I like those. So, I like I'm so they're... sorry. I, I... <laughs> no, it's it's fine. <laughs> That's kind of like the Zentradi pods. Oh, yeah. Let me take a look at this. Uh, I think I think what you're describing sounds a lot like uh, the uh, Starship Troopers anime as well. Like it's it's mostly like an exoskeleton. Yeah, so. yeah. It's uh, I don't know if you ever saw the Starship Troopers anime. No, I didn't see the Star Troop Starship Troopers anime. The most faithful animated adaptation of uh, Robert Heinlein's work. It's not totally, but it's better than that thing that was. You know, the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I only like the movie for like the commercials and things like that. The the periphery stuff. Which yeah, the stuff you can take apart and just make one massive uh, fifteen minute YouTube video and be like, okay, I'm satisfied now. Yeah. Well, there. Well, there, there was the shower scene, which had some, you know, nice parts to it. <laughs> Which is the only part of the movie I can really remember. Now, I'm trying to remember that movie, and that is the only thing I remember from that movie. Live fire exercise. Yeah, I, I can't remember that. All I remember is the shower scene and some of the uh, the commercials. <laughs> we have the weapons. <laughs> but yeah, um, I love those exoskeletons. And I also liked how they're really, like, there weren't, doesn't much battle. It was mostly about the character interaction. Which is what uh, of I of course you have a you have a series called the Irres Irresponsible Cat well, Tyler and you're supposed my... to show a, a space opera. No, well no. I mean no, well I mean it's just like that's my favorite kind of sci-fi is like where it's less about the tech, it's more about the characters because the the setting is really just a way to like tell a story. Like ooh, it's in space. In space. That makes it like cool and stuff. Anyway, here's the story. <laughs> yeah. Which, um, yeah, I remember that episode about, like, when when Pablo brought up that episode about the um, the Admiral, and I had never really thought about it, but that really was a very, like, kind of socialist kind of episode about, like, take care of our, take care of the, the old, you know, the old warrior and stuff like that. I had never thought of that. Bring but out that, your dad. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, the twins would be so unhappy if you said that in front of them. I'm sorry. I was watching Monty Python recently. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I don't. I don't remember. Do, do, are, do the twins talk in such a way where where one starts and the other finishes the sentence? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, like of course. Twins. If you punch one, does the other one fall down? Um, I don't think they're like that. And by uh, the way, Neil, we totally did that just now. You said where one starts and says and one finishes. <laughs> <laughs> twins separated at birth. I hope not. I hope not, but uh, like I said, the uh, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed what I saw, and more manufacturers, no, not manufacturers, distributors, pardon me, should do this. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Um, I hope they put the rest of it out there, but I, they probably won't. They're probably just putting that out as like you know, hey, now you're hooked. Get the I rest. Need, I need the fix, Fire. man. I need the fix. Need your Tyler fix, man. Well, I'm now gonna have to watch that first series of OVAs. No, I know that's okay. It's I just safe. Always, yeah, I just avoided it because my brother said don't watch it. And since he's the one who like introduced me to Tyler, I thought if he's telling me not to watch it, I better not watch it. Yeah. Another yeah. The thing about that is the uh the first two OVA episodes, the ones that I said were good, are mm-hmm. in the style of the TV show. Ooh. The rest okay. the rest of them are all this other style that it looks enough like the uh, like the show, but it's going off in like this more modern style. Where yeah, I've actually seen like screenshots from it, and it did look a little different. I did not like the direction they'd taken it. Well, one thing I dislike is is you know this new modern look with the vacant eyes, the really sharp noses. The... I, I want I want an animation studio to say, okay, we're bringing back the eighties. God, I would love that. Well, I'm actually seeing some of that. I mean, the dark eyes are sort of coming back. You know, the dark heavy. Yeah. But the um the eyes to come back. Well, I mean, the, the blue hair. A lot of a lot of 80s trends are starting to come back. Well, I mean, well, clothing. The music. 80s trends created what most people think anime is today with the big hair, the multicolored yeah. hair. That's all that's all 80s cyberpunk. And that, that, was, all, that, that all became mainstream to- anime. And that all comes from, like, basically the rock move. That comes from rock and roll, basically. Yeah. They were copying all that. So, I mean, it might go around the cycle again, and we might get, like... Uh, you know whose fault it is? Who? The Sovereign. The Sovereign. The Sovereign. David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he's fine. He started all of it, and that's fine. <laughs> and, uh... We have to make way for the Homo Superior. <laughs> I love that. That was just that was just perfect. Oh man, I can't wait for more Venture Brothers. Oh, by the way, do you want to be on the Venture Brothers episode? Yes, I want to be on the Venture Brothers episode. Neil, that's next week. God help me! I must be on the Venture Brothers episode. And yeah. the other person we have scheduled for that is Matt Sanko. Yes. <laughs> what's, what's he doing? He was our he was our uh, uh, Power Rangers guy. He also. Uh, He's DVD from DVD Podblast. Pod yeah. Oh, okay. And well, see, he wasn't really a Power Rangers fan. He just he w- just was in a couple episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he hated it. Oh. He was in the car wash episode of Power Rangers Turbo and the graduation episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those memorable episodes. <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of him, but I. No, no. I the thing is, he 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 makes fun of himself about it more than you would. Oh, yeah. okay. 
Yeah, the car wash episode is not very memorable because here are all these here are all these girls washing cars and no one is getting wet. That's Come on. I, that's probably why I don't remember it. Yeah. It's it was the safest I, car wash. I call episode. shenanigans on you, Saban. <laughs> What the hell? Well, Saban, Saban was kind of if you weird. Call, if you call shenanigans of Saban, Neil, they will never release that clean cut of Saban Sailor Moon that you wanted. Oh, God. Neil's the only one I know in the world that wants a clean cut of that. I want I to love, laugh at it. That's why. I want a clean cut of that, too. I've always wanted a clean cut of that. Just because that looked terrible. But I don't think there. I don't think there actually was. I think that there was only that promo video. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. I want that promo video. Oh, you want that? Well, I think the because it's funny. <laughs> that that is the best thing ever. I mean, they're on freaking wind sailors or something. In, and... the, in the in the wheelchair that shoots the freaking laser beams. I didn't understand that because it was like, okay, so you bought this property, and then you're going to turn around and animate it and put real actors in it. Why did you buy it? <laughs> so they could destroy it. Well, it made more sense when Saban would buy, like, a property and then try to, like, you know, regionalize it. Like was they did with Samurai Pizza Cats and what they did with Power Rangers. But Samurai Pizza it. Cats was a happy accident that will never be repeated. Oh, well, Samurai Pizza Cats was, like, is awesome. I mean, And by the way, and by the way, that's the only version of Samurai Pizza Cats that exists on tape now. That is that's awesome because because what happens is the Japanese sent actually sent accidentally sent the originals and they, oh no. they were misplaced. Oh <laughs> Saban no. never sent them back. <laughs> oh no, that's awesome. that's awesome. That's like that. It's like the story of like working designs and Magic Knight Ray Earth, which oh my god, that that <laughs> I love that story. Like the, oh no, the masters were destroyed and. We had to go back and take the Saturn disc and just take it piece by piece off the disc. It was horrible. It was the first one, the first Saturn games released, and one of the last Saturn games released. I think if they had him over in the U.S., that would save the Saturn. Oh I man! So. Well, I don't think anything could save the Saturn, unfortunately. That it, that's a story in itself. Well, I mean, the Saturn, yeah, the Saturn, poor little, poor little cobbled together machine. With the power, I think, I think of... the problem was Sega of Japan. Well, it was just basically they they needed something for the next generation, and they hadn't been really developing anything, so they just threw some stuff together. But, but well, they, they had a... two clock speed, two CPUs with two different clock speeds. Well, what they did was they they had like a like a system. It was going to be like, it was going to be like a combination of like everything that was good about Sega CD, mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, and Neo Geo all in one system. Yeah. And then along comes the PlayStation, and they're like, oh, they're doing 3D and we're not. Yep. So they they cobbled together this this kind of patch onto the Saturn that made it more expensive than what it was. Or, Originally going to be and thirty-two. That was part of thirty-two X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they had just stuck with the original plan, they might have been okay. Because but, because the three D on the PlayStation, I'm going to get a lot of emails about. Look like shit. Well, yeah, I, and I, a lot of people would agree with you. Well, and also the Saturn was four hundred dollars, which was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, by the way, you, oh, by the way, the uh, PlayStation was three hundred, which was kind of ridiculous. We too. had another price drop. Well, <laughs> another one, so. 
it's uh, one forty nine ninety nine. Getting back to the working designs, I used to love reading those liner notes because oh, with each game they just got more and more. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but uh, Victor Ireland was just like, oh, this game was the hardest one he ever did, and the ne- the next one he would say it was even worse. Like it just got progressively ch- worse. Yeah. Yeah, especially with like. Uh, uh, Ark the Lad collection, he was like, oh my god, this was a nightmare. I can't believe we pulled this off. We're never doing this again. And then the next game was on PlayStation 2, and that was even worse. And I think that was like one of their la- the last games was on PlayStation 2. It was yeah, like... It was, uh, uh, Rolancer Saga. Yeah, that's right. And I almost Generation. got yeah. I almost I got that. that. Yeah. But I, I was like, there's something else that was coming out, and I was like, I don't want to have one of this. Yeah, uh, Victor Ireland was very stressed out at the end of that game. And oh then man. they went out of business. And then I tried to buy some of the merchandise before they went out of business, but I couldn't. Because I wanted at least a t-shirt with working designs on it. Yeah, I wish I had one of those. Yeah, but at least I still have my copy of Lunar 2. So, And I held a copy of Magic Knight Ray Earth once. <laughs> oh. I actually pre-ordered it. I, I actually pre-ordered it, and I and okay, I have a stupid story. Um, so, I really wanted Magic Knight Rares for Saturn, but I didn't own a Saturn. So, I pre-ordered it anyway, hoping that I would be able to get enough money to get a Saturn too. And Saturns were used at this point for about seventy dollars, and the game was seventy dollars. So I had a dilemma; I could only afford one. And I ended up just giving up my pre-order because I finally just, I couldn't afford the Saturn. So I said, ah, I don't want to own the game if I'm not going to be able to own the system. Chose poorly. So it was, well, I really should have held on to it. But I also had other things that, that I wanted. So I was like, oh, well, I'll give up on it. And you know what the most irritating part of the whole story is? The disc had foo on it. Oh. And I was, and I... Later, I regretted it, and I've regretted it to this day. I cry at night sometimes, wishing that I had my foo disc. Yeah, Ben may, ben may not know what we're talking about. Uh, Working Designs used to uh, print different uh, disc covers. Yeah. So on, on each of the Magic Night, Night Ray Earth discs, it was either uh, Umi, Fu, or Hikaru. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so I had the foo disc, and I... I cry sometimes, but I got to play it later on, and I'm kind of glad that, like, I didn't play it, because I probably would have been very pissed off, because I would have been like, yes, there's some lovely working designs translation here, but this game is just terrible. Yeah, it's not very good. It's not very good. Well, it's very pretty. I'll admit that it is very pretty. And it's, it's highly questionable if the theme song on the game version is better or worse than the, uh, than the dub (laughs) version. Yeah. Sandy, Sandy Fox or Jenny Steigel? Hmm. Uh, Although I have to say that Jenny Steigel does have a very good sense of humor because she busted me on my own blog once. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but she was like, yeah, yeah, that was when I was doing video games. How I miss it. Uh. <laughs> uh, you know, back in the early days of video games, you know, the voice acting wasn't great because it usually was someone from the office. You know, hey, come on in. Makes you miss the silent protagonist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I loved all those uh, Sega CD games with, like, the full motion video and the horrible acting. Yeah. 
But uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. We are closely reaching epic length. Oh, no! Pull it around, Captain! <laughs> so uh, next week we will be doing Venture Brothers with Kitty Hawk and... Matt Senko. Matt Senko, forever Matt. And, uh, <laughs> you know, again, this is... Uh, we had, uh, again, we had a great time. And uh, you're always welcome on Kitty Hawk. Just, Thank you. Know, you. If you ever see anything on the schedule you like, let us know. I will. And uh, again, this is your host, Ben. Chibi's Mr. Neil. And Kitty Hawk of SGVY.com. And yeah, Pablo. We, and yeah, Pablo, who had decided to lead. Yeah. And uh, we hope to see you next time. Good night. Night. Bye.